0: Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, how are you doing today?
2: Good morning. Doing fantastic. How we, about you?
1: Good. We are actually taping this. Uh, uh, it's going to be aired, uh, I think we're now up to, uh, yeah, this will be March the 1st, actually. So, 1st yeah. of March. Happy March. But, but in
2: our world, it is. Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day. so Happy Valentine's Day.
1: We are uh, getting ready for Valentine's Day, so uh, we're going to take um, uh, Linda and I are actually taking her, her uh, brother, sister, and mother out to lunch. Wow. Uh, and then, then how that, old
2: is her mother? Can I ask?
1: She's ninety-four. Wow. Yeah. So she's mm. she's remarkable. Um, and then um, we are uh, going to spend the afternoon together. Um, and just hang out, which is something that she loves to And Probably wind up going, <laughs> going uh, shopping uh, in, in a great, great little place called Cherry Creek here in Denver. Uh,
2: Excellent. And
1: uh, she, uh, she just likes looking at stuff. You know, I was like, okay, I mean, that's so sweet. N- not a great thrill for me, but it's a thrill being with her. So yeah, but it sure. makes
2: her happy. You yep. bet.
1: Um, and then we're gonna go to dinner. Um, and interesting, you know, typically. Restaurants really, in a way, have kind of ruined Valentine's, and because what mm-hmm. they now do is they kind of take advantage of it.
2: Oh, definitely. Because
1: everybody's going to go out, and so what they do is they say, "Well, we have a special menu of just two choices or three choices,
2: right? Like a, and it's usually a fixed price. It's a fixed Valentine's price, which is double menu. the price,
1: yeah. um, and it's not as good a food, and it wouldn't necessarily be something you would order, you know, and so." Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting enough, I've actually talked to quite a few people that say, "Well, we stopped going to uh, Valentine's dinners. We either do it before or after because
2: that, they, we, they, that's what we do." Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: but I found one uh, here in Denver, um, actually near Cherry Creek. So
0: mm-hmm. you know, and it oh, was, good. "Hey, you
1: know, can we actually have a, a regular menu?" Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Excellent. Uh, so um, uh, usually I buy flowers, you know, for Linda. Um, and this usually three or four or five days ahead of time. And she just said uh, yesterday, she said, "Well, since you didn't get me flowers, um, I bought flowers for Michelle in memory of Michelle." Oh. And uh, and we can you know and so you don't need to buy them because I you know I'm buying them for us and celebration of her life and and so they're you know there. And what she didn't know is that um, um, I I pre-ordered a, a beautiful uh, bouquet of flowers. And it's going to be sitting on the table at the restaurant.
2: I remember um, you telling me that and that she uh, wouldn't expect it because you normally do it, it differently. Yeah.
1: And not only does she That's doesn't sweet. expect it, she thinks, you know, well, you didn't even bother anyway.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> so so this will get you out of the doghouse so if you be, got in there a little be, bit for that. Be, this will be fun. That'll uh, be a sweet surprise yeah. for so her. So we'll have,
1: we'll have a great uh, opportunity to... Enjoy and enjoy, and and you're going to be at home, right? You're staying at home? Yes, we
2: are staying home tonight. Dan did uh, greet me with flowers this morning already, so that was nice. But, yeah, we'll stay home tonight. We don't typically go out on Valentine's night. And, actually, Josh and Em will be here, and we're going to have a nice dinner, the four of us, and have a game night. And enjoy that, and then we'll we'll do a, a date date for Valentine's later when it's not Valentine's night. Yeah. But we just came off well, you guys did too. We just came off of a retreat, yeah, big time weekend, and so also a little fatigued to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, fantastic weekend retreat. And then last night at our church, we had a Galentine's event and they asked me to be the the speaker for it. And so we've had a lot of other things going on. I'm looking forward to when we get to the weekend and just kind of relax, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's always a, a joy. Uh, we actually did, um, Bob Rockwell and Carrie came up from Texas. Uh, we did a- hey, Y'all re- had a double retreat, We did a retreat right? for C12 members in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So we had two different retreats happening at the same location, it was a hotel amazing we, we ate together and we worshiped together but we mm-hmm. broke into two and you know completely separate retreats um and, Lynn and i did one and, and bob and carrie did one but um it's a joy uh and we even remarked about it and people remarked about it is that when people come you know they're coming out of out of a life that hasn't learned what it means to walk with god so life is heavy right um, and they, and you could sense it when they come in mm-hmm. of uh, heaviness, burden, and sadness, where there's literally a lot of the, particularly the couples, they just, there was no smile on their face at all. Right. Um, and so Friday night, when we start it, um, a little bit, it, it gives a little bit of hope, but it's a little bit like, man, if this is really all true, I've kind of wasted a lot of time.
2: Mm. And and then
1: the question is, it really, really possible, right, that we could see, you know, the the super abundant life that you know is promised? I mean, and we remember we define it not as uh, physical or material. It can be, but it's it's just the beauty of life and really the joy. Right. Uh, so and it's fun on Sunday when they hear God's voice and then they leave with smiles.
2: It's amazing. Uh, right.
1: And a, a, a commitment and an understanding is, well, um, if we go in like uh, we, we just uh, taped a guest who said one of the things they've learned is that, you know, uh, where where you dwell in unity there, God commands blessing. Psalm 133. Mm-hmm. They said they've learned well, that's
2: it. that's where you want to be. Yeah. Why, you know, <laughs> why
1: wouldn't you want to be there? You know, and so it, it what happens is and the couple say it changed everything. Right. Uh, about now we understand something, and then they would go off and practice it. And there was just terrific stories of just that little bit of time that they spend Saturday afternoon, just beginning to experience that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said, "Man, what a what a beautiful thing!" Um, so it's it's a real privilege uh, that yeah, you and so I, you and I have. To,
2: absolutely, we had a fun one. Um, ours was a little different this time in that um, almost all of the couples that we had were were almost newlyweds, you know, uh, married under two years. And so getting to speak this into marriages that have barely gotten off the ground yeah. was incredible. And it was also interesting because, you know, because there's not a lot of history, you know, you think, okay, maybe there's not gonna be a lot to unpack in terms of what's coming in, but um, God alerted us early early in the weekend. There was a spirit of resignation. Mm. Um, And already existing there and to speak into that. And it was very interesting, you know, just thinking even as they were just starting out, um, whether it was having to do with their job or just the way that they were beginning to communicate already or the way things were going in their marriage and whatever that they had already just decided okay well this must be what it looks like and this is this is okay this isn't bad yep and um and to be able to just watch God nip that in the bud mm. you know and from you know here they are just a couple years in and I'm thinking they are just going to be ready to run now because they took it and just received it and you could just see you could see God doing an incredible new thing so I love getting a front row seat to all of that
1: That's you definitely. know that is fun. So is Dan uh, uh still grieving about uh, the Philadelphia Eagles losing the Super Bowl? <laughs> he is
2: a little sad about the Eagles. He and Joshua both they're diehard Eagles fans. That was a game though, right? It's a great game. Um and you know Josh, now that he is selling uh, turf and stuff, he's watching that field going, There's no way they should be playing on that grass. Everybody's slipping, it's being torn up, they should be doing something different. So um, he, he had more than a few comments about the field that was being played for such an important game oh. to be on such a bad field was yeah. when you a think, little ridiculous When you think about sure. it
1: is that, you know, with, you know, this is, remember the NFL is a billions and billions and billions right. of dollar industry every year. And right. how that happened is beyond me. Uh, yeah. That's, that, you, this is your premier thing mm-hmm. and you have a feel that, that. Is like that where it right. literally.
2: I mean, you watched them slip over and over, and yeah. chunks of grass coming up. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that's frustrating. But, uh, and and but I know, it's still I know, a fun game to watch. Yeah, it's fun, <laughs> but it, and even though you know they both had to play on the same grass, it's. Oh yeah. Um, when things, when you're particularly when you're doing something, and normally it's a certain way that you expect. Mm-hmm. When you don't have that, and now you know you can't resolve that at the moment. Right. Yeah, okay, you're still engaged, but it kind of bothers you.
2: Oh, I'm, uh, sure. You know, I'm so, sure. So so
1: mentally, I, I felt that it wasn't a, a true, fair representation of just the freedom that typically happens in a game because it's, that's not an issue that usually bothers you, but you right. could tell. Well, it and it had everybody. to
2: be. Yeah, I was going to say on both sides of the field, it, it yeah. had to be certainly a little bit of worrying about extra injuries and everything, even you yeah. know.
1: Well, um, we are uh, have in our discussion of prayer uh, last time, uh, you know, we went through uh, Saul and Ananias,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and talked about how God worked both sides of the deal, and um, he used. Uh, his uh, situation with Saul who was willing to surrender and then Ananias to be part of that story Mm -hmm. and how beautiful it was particularly about the ability to dialogue even when it didn't make sense um, help me understand it further and then here it is and then obviously he, he as he went to go lay hands on Saul he talked more about God is exactly what happened here and how did this work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and see, it's very, very, the, the key is that is it's very specific. Right. Um, that talking to God isn't just theology. It, it is rooted in the word, the logos, the Bible, because truth starts there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he doesn't bypass that. But in addition to that, he then applies wisdom and insight in what's called Rama word, personal word,
0: Mm-hmm. To your
1: specific situations, like when he told Ananias, "I want you to go to into town, go to this street, go to this house, and here's the guy I want you to to be with." It wasn't like, you know, go north and good luck, you know. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Was, you know, it was no, go to this place. Specific
2: so, instruction, yes. Uh,
1: so here now is a story. Two stories, interesting. Uh, on Peter. And um, it's really cool because it illustrates that there's no system to this. So this this will be mm-hmm. important. So go to um, uh, Acts chapter
0: nine
1: mm-hmm. um, and read verses um, 32 time, uh, to 43. Acts 9, sure. 32 to 43.
2: Now it came to pass as Peter went through all parts of the country, that he also came down to the saints who dwelt in Lydda. And there he found a certain man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden eight years and was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus the Christ heals you. Excuse me. Arise and make your bed. Then he arose immediately. So all who dwelt at Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Okay, verse 36 um,
2: At Joppa there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. But it happened in those days that she became sick and died, and when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. And since Lydda was near Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him to not delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them, and when he had come, they brought him into the upper room. And all the widows stood by him weeping, showing the tunics and the garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all out and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and the widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all of Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. So it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon, a tanner.
1: Okay, uh, so, um, uh, you know, Peter again is is just walking, you know, he's he happens to be uh, in this area. This is, um, if you can picture the Mediterranean Sea in Jerusalem is, you know, maybe, you know, 70 to 80 miles inland. Mm-hmm. Um, in Israel, um, he is um, basically along the Medi- near the Mediterranean Sea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, as a disciple in Acts, what they were doing was uh, they were going out to the bodies, church bodies that had been formed, and they were really formed uh, at Pentecost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at Pentecost, <clears throat> all these Jews had come typically for the for the feast. Right. Um, and, and then Peter stood up, explained about the Holy spirit, uh, 3000 believed. Um, and then they go back home and, and because they were together, uh, as remember, this is right now at the moment, cause we'll, we'll learn in the next story is going to, it's going to move on to the Gentiles, but. Right now, it's just to the Jews. Right. So these are all Jews, and um, they have formed, and they're being taught fundamentally by the Holy Spirit um, of learning what it means you know, to hear God's voice and walk with God. And the mm-hmm. disciples, what they were doing, they basically went in different directions. Right. Uh, they were in Jerusalem doing it there, but then they went in different directions. Okay, let me visit... These different bodies that are forming, mm-hmm. and let me give them some more truth. Give them the stories of Jesus. Uh, help them understand. Truth, really
2: equipping them e- and entrusting e- e- them with equip, the gospel equip, to go forward.
1: Equipping them and how to how to walk and, and seeing supernatural things.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so he's he's walking. He, you know, he's going over there, uh, and he goes to the saints, and so there's a body of believers, right. living, living in Lydda, um, and. When he goes there, he finds this guy, Aeneas, mm-hmm. and what's what's his problem?
2: He's been bedridden for eight years and was paralyzed.
1: Okay, he was uh, basically uh, had some kind of physical problem, probably mm-hmm. leg problem, that he couldn't walk, so he's just been in bed for eight, eight years. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not pleasant. <laughs> no, uh, and very difficult. Um, and so he he discovered him. He's there, and and then he says to him, verse thirty four, Jesus Christ heals you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Jesus Christ heals you. Um, okay, now because he's used to processing with God, mm-hmm. and the, he he observes, well, this guy's got a problem. Right. So it's a quick dialogue with the father remember we talked about prayer and we talked about Mm -hmm. you know having not uh had you guys not had to pray before because you had me to talk to now you'll be in the same boat because the holy spirit will be in you and you can just keep talking so he basically says well father he needs healing is this are you going to heal him and the answer was simply yes Mm. and so he says so he could speak
2: immediately into it
1: so it wasn't there wasn't a you know, I got to go have a prayer meeting. I got to go process mm-hmm. this further. I've got to go uh, go away for a while, and then I'll come back. Or hey, I'll, let's get—he didn't even gather anybody together, right? And say, well, let's all pray for this. You know,
2: right? Which are all of these things that can happen, but yeah. Not in this particular case. No,
1: and we'll see the yes. next the next story. It happened a little bit. So, um, you know, is this this guy needs needs healing? Do you want to heal him? And the answer was just a simple yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And so he just says without any more prayer, he doesn't pray at all, basically. Uh, Jesus Christ heals you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Jesus Christ, he didn't say, do you want to? You know, he just, Jesus Christ heals you. He declared it, right. Uh, Get up and make your bed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Basically, by the way, um, you know, it's not not get up, when you and I, if you said to Dan, go make your bed, Mm -hmm. what would he know that would mean? you've, you've made go, you've, you've if it's all wrinkled up and crumpled up right well, right go smooth it out and make it pretty you know right uh, that's not what he means here it's uh, get up mm-hmm. and don't basically put your bed aside and don't you don't need to go back to bed um you're good
2: oh interesting yeah uh,
1: let's go you know and so um and then he did what in verse 34.
2: In thirty four, he said. Then he arose immediately.
1: Okay, and so, uh, not by the way that that does imply, because we we know in other parts of scriptures, if there's resistance, then it would actually thwart that. So he he mm. didn't resist, right? But it wasn't like, well, let me help you understand all this theology. It's like where you, Jesus Christ heals you, get up. So <laughs> his act of faith was getting up. Was getting up, um, and then he said he arose and was healed immediately, and then everybody there. Mm-hmm. What, what happened? In verse they 35. saw
2: him and turned to the Lord.
1: Well, then my goodness, if that's then they tr-
2: believed. If yeah. that's
1: true, then then what these not what Peter because Peter just showed up. Remember, mm-hmm. so he hasn't come and give a sermon, right? He just was the conduit because he knew, and
2: Peter didn't take credit either. No. He, no. Jesus Christ heals you. Yeah. So it wasn't about him. Yeah. It was about Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was It was in the name of Christ. You know, I bring healing. He heals you. And everybody else in that community had been expressing the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And now Peter bore witness to the power of Jesus. Mm. And then everybody said, well, based on what he just happened and what you've been saying— we would like to learn this as well, mm-hmm. and so basically the whole area say let's let's go, um, uh, let's go enjoy walking with him. Why? Well, because while Peter's walking around, see something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you, do you, is this something you want you want to be a part? Of? Yep. Yes. Okay. Done. And it's just in normal life. See, it's not. It wasn't like I got to go find people who are sick. He just discovered somebody that was sick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, now what? Well, yeah, heal him. Okay, heal him, and he heals him in the name of Christ. You're mm-hmm. healed. Uh, okay, now the faith came from Peter. Um, okay, why did he have faith?
2: Because he had seen Jesus do it so many times before.
1: <laughs> this is not. This is not too difficult for him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, this is actually normal uh, that he can heal him, and he didn't say, "Of course, you know he's going to be healed," because because it's just it's that understanding in prayer that prayer is just simple dialogue and it can be a simple question you know he has a need and i know that you're the healer and i've expressed that i've been able to lay hands on people to have them healed is this your will at the moment the answer is yes boom mm-hmm. he didn't say well let me make sure i get you know, just <laughs> got it
2: right right and it
1: was healed and then by the way for peter the the result the outcome of it wasn't like if you do this this will happen it's just it happened after he did his little piece mm-hmm. and then what happened well the whole area comes to know Christ now by the way what Peter didn't know is well what had these people these saints these little church mm-hmm. been talking about to all the people who live here he didn't know any of that mm. but because they had, they immediately said, "Well, you're. It's true, and we we see that, that that's true." Okay, that's beautiful. And right, now we go to the next one, uh, and he's there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and uh, there's a woman who's uh, who's very uh, been uh, charitable, and she's
2: adored and, clearly and, <laughs> and, ser-
1: and serving the people there, and they love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets sick and dies, and so they uh, first of all, she gets sick. And these are, remember, these are believers. Mm-hmm. In a sense, what had they not learned yet?
2: Probably hadn't learned really what eternal
1: life looks like. Yeah, and they hadn't learned uh, the power of God. Mm-hmm. That well, she's sick. We should gather and see, Father, what do you have to say about this? Right. Um, they just well, she died. They didn't. They didn't even mm-hmm. pursue healing. Because they didn't fully understand that yet. This is this is a separate you know area from from where they were, where he was, Peter was in Dork or in uh, Anias. So they hadn't even experienced this yet. Um, so mm-hmm. they just they just wash her and put her in the room and say, well, you know, we'll, we'll have to bury her. Um, and then uh, the disciples who were in this city, hey, Peter's there nearby, mm-hmm. and we know. They've heard stories, and they probably even heard this story, that that he's brought healing. So uh, bring him over, and let's see what he has to say. So he comes, um, and all the widows are weeping and sad, and basically, you know, she had a good life. Too bad it's over. You know, wah, wah, wah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And it's interesting, in verse 40, uh, what did Peter do?
2: He put them all out, it says.
1: Um, and, And this is something, remember, that Jesus had learned. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you remember the story uh, in the Gospels of the woman that had, uh, you know, bleeding for 12 years. Mm -hmm. um, And Jesus, you know, she touched, remember, she touched the garment. Right. uh, The hem of his garment, which is where the healing was. And uh, she got healed. You know, you've been healed, daughter. On their way to uh, uh, basically heal this this, uh, guy's daughter. Right. And the daughter dies and they're wailing.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: you know, the same thing, you know, woe is us and too bad and how come and why not? and uh, It's over. And Jesus put them out. Right. And only brought in Peter and John and say, and the parents, if you have a heart to believe it, you can stay here. But if you don't have a heart Mm -hmm. to believe it, you can't be in the same place. Right. So when you're praying, he, he did have discernment. Hmm that you can't fulfill what I'm about ready to fulfill if you keep the unbelief in the room. Oh, so that's fascinating. I'm asking you to move it out. Um, uh, now, they'll believe it later, by the way. But at the moment, they're actually harming or, or preventing the flow of the Holy Spirit because there's so much unbelief and doubt and skepticism standing in the room. So as you're praying, if you have discernment the people around you are really uh, kind of like, I doubt this, mm-hmm. and this ain't going to happen, and they're kind of speaking against it, you just say, well, okay, um, don't participate with them, and you got to move mm-hmm. in a different direction uh, and get faith in the room. So he does, uh, puts them out, um, um, and then he kneels down and prays. Okay, now with um uh when he when he healed Aeneas see he didn't kneel down and pray um mm. he just
2: you're right he immediately just, he says just says that Jesus Christ heals you are you
1: gonna heal yes boom he heals him here he's <laughs> the interesting this is this is really uh, deep <laughs> we just experienced with Aeneas mm-hmm do you want to heal him? And the answer was what? Yes. Did he then have to go pray anymore? No. No. He comes here. Mm-hmm. He's been invited here. Father, right. what, what's this all about? Well, first of all, get these, get the skepticism out of the room.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, just
1: by definition, get the skepticism out of the room means well, something's about ready to happen. Mm. And, and faith is required, so get him out of the room are you saying you'd like me to raise her from the dead? And Jesus says, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, now when he he told Aeneas, Peter, and Aeneas, I'll heal him, he got it. Mm -hmm. When he said, yes, raise her from the dead, Peter didn't get it. Mm. Um, He was like, uh, I'm not sure about this. And he kneels, he's praying for himself.
2: Oh, interesting. Um, okay.
1: Would you reinforce?
2: Because
1: <laughs> hmm. I just experienced the supernatural, you know, yesterday. Right. And here I'm not sure, and I, I know that this can happen. I know you can do it. I've ex- I saw Jesus do it with Lazarus,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I saw him raise that little girl. I know that. But, but I'm
2: not Jesus. <laughs> but I haven't. But he hasn't
1: done that yet. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: so is is this? And he said, "So um, I hear you say yes." Mm-hmm. And because he knew that Jesus is the author and finisher of faith, would you give me the faith to believe this? And mm-hmm. he actually prayed deeper for uh, understanding and truth from him. Um, and then um, he says to her, yes, and Peter, or God said to Peter, yes, son, uh, here's my faith. You can trust it. You can believe it. Uh, speak it. And he says, get up, Arise. And she opens her eyes and, and, and uh, is resurrected. Um, and he lifted her up, and, and then he called all the saints and the widows who he put out and said, "'What well, you didn't believe, here we go.'" Hmm. Um, and then, by the way, in verse 42, what did it say? It
2: says, and it became known throughout all Joppa, "'and many believed in the Lord.'"
1: Okay, why? Well, that's amazing because
2: they <laughs> bore witness to the miracle. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: because again, they had been speaking and and they saw Peter. So Peter's used here in two scenarios to bear witness to the power of God. Um, it wasn't Peter. You need to. You need to. You need to. He's just going through his day, and mm-hmm. he discovers, and, and God says yes, and then you're invited. Well, what do you want me to do here? Well, we're going to raise her from the dead. But he he had a moment of doubt. Mm -hmm. Is I'm not sure. Could you please reinforce this for me? Uh, I'm struggling a little bit about it because had he not, he would he would have just healed. Just said, "Get up, right." See, you see the difference. That's fascinating. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. it it really it really is. We see a
2: little insight into his heart in the process of
1: it. And so there's, and actually,
2: that's encouraging too. Even because don't we find ourselves in that same situation sometimes? We just immediately hear with clarity, and other times. We think we do and we second guess and for whatever, you know, whatever may be going on in our heart posture, we're not fully surrendered there to be able to receive the fullness of what he's speaking. So,
1: Yeah. And the key to it, see, is there's no system to it. It's just, um, what are you hearing? Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you received it to the point of faith? Right. If yes, he's saying fulfill that, exercise it, be obedient to it. If you haven't, it's okay.
0: Spend Mm -hmm. a little
1: bit more time with me. Uh, by the way, it, it could have been um, uh, where you know it's going to take some more time, and maybe you're going to have to go uh, actually spend more time with me, Peter, because I know this is hard. But in this case, it was just give me that uh, that last piece of faith to right. believe it, you know. And he did. So um, it's just hearing from God, and then as you're walking through life, you got these situations that you're going to pray about, and God mm-hmm. says yeah, let me talk to you about what I'm going to do and you're going to be the conduit. So it's it's a great uh, great little couple of stories. Great example, about yeah, yeah.
2: Thanks for sharing that.
1: So we will pick it up and uh, we'll have more of Peter with the next story for him, but we'll pick that up uh, tomorrow.
2: Sounds great. Thanks so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have any questions, send them in at questions at afjministry.com and we'll be happy to talk about them. Yep.
1: Have a great day. Yep. Amen.